Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. All right. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to this Tuesday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel here with Joel Conan. And Dennis Dick, bear with us this morning for any technical glitches, any gremlins, because we are live from New York. We're not just live from anywhere in New York. We're live from the Benzinga Global Fintech Awards uh, 2019. We're at New World Stages. We're on the set of a play right now. We're on stage. And Dennis, do you want to know, Joe knows this, do you want to know what the, uh, what the name of the set that we are we are on right now we're sitting sort of like against a a backdrop here and there's a set well it's it's a play obviously and do you want to know what this play is called yes i do want to know it's called the play that went wrong and how how how, how Uh apropos is that you're telling me there's going to be some gremlins there may be the, the, the set we are on is called the play that go or the play that goes wrong the play that goes wrong that's where we are right now so uh Bear with us for any glitches. I think we're okay. Uh, let's just hop right into it. Um, Joel, what's happening here in the overnight market? All right. Well, first of all, Spencer Israel in a total fast market this morning. Uh, we started setting up at 7.30 a.m. here due to some scheduling problems, but uh, he got us up and going. Kenny hit the bid click. We'll be joining us here shortly on stage. But uh, as always, we start with the S&P 500 index futures and surprise, surprise, we are in the green by eight handles at 39.21.75. 39.29.75. Our close was 21.75. Pre-market low 15.75. I don't think we'll be seeing that today, folks. Uh, any target I could give on the upside, I just call it 30 handles. That would take you about to 31.35.75. That's been our average trading range. Crude in the red by 73 cents at 56.83. Gold in the red as well by $2.80 at 14.69.10. Silver going the other way. We got silver up nine cents at 17.09. Back above 17 dollars. So. We did uh, be able to put together a few things for the show. And uh, Dennis, what, what did you call it? Retail rack? It, it looks like this. And it looks like it's going to be a lot of retailers here, obviously, this morning that the media is going to be talking about and we're going to be talking about as well. And you can start with the big one, Home Depot, which is trading down right now 9%. Or actually, it's down 9 points. We're down 3.79% here in the pre-market. Um, it is off the lows. I'll give you the numbers here quickly. I got them in front of me. I'm in the pro. $2.53 versus $2.52. 
27.2 billion versus 27.53 billion. So slight miss on the sales. They are cutting guidance as well, which is never a good thing. Home Depot had been running up into the print, sitting near all-time highs, but those are gone here this morning. As we're trading down almost 10 bucks here, Joel, technical thoughts on HD's disappointing earnings. Hi, and technical thoughts. That's going to take one second here. Uh, I did see it down trading $15 in the pre-market trading. Pulling my charts up here for Home Depot. It's... We are off the lows, so we're off the lows. I saw. Did we see how low we got there in the pre-market? Uh, yeah, here I'll pull it up. Here we've got in the pre-market two nineteen ninety-seven is the pre-market low. We're down to two hundred nineteen bucks ninety-seven cents. Holy! So it's ten points off the lows here now. By the dippers, they're already lurking here. You can't shake these guys, but or, or girls. But anyways, um, I mean, we're off the lows. We're still ten points, obviously, off of where we closed. So we're right in the middle here. What does that mean to you, Joel? Uh, can we go green on a session? I mean, we're still down uh, $9. Well, that would be crazy. I do not think we can go green on this session. I will make you a bet here right now on the world stages that Home Depot will not go green here today. All right, Spencer's trying to help me out here with my computer. I'm not working real well. I, yeah, what's going on here, Joel? Uh, you got, you got like a, Joel's, Joel's got the gremlins this morning. Joel's got, got the gremlins. I got charts a little bit anyway, so I'm limited. We're running, obviously, um, normally, so just, you know, to back up here, normally when I'm at my place, I've got six computers. I have an iPad on my lap, um, so I'm running usually the seven screens, um, obviously, and uh, now we're running on just a laptop and an iPad here. So we're limited a little bit with our information sources, obviously, this morning when we're on the road like this. But And Joel's got some gremlins totally on his laptop, so he's not getting his jerks at all. So, it, it, so it's kind of like this play that went wrong, but we're not quite at that point here yet. We're not totally wrong. So I'll just say Home Depot is off the lows, and that's the good news. The bad news is it's still trading down 10 points. It's actually down 9 here now. And if you look here, Lowe's is trading down in sympathy as well. If I just bring up the LOW, obviously you pair traders out there uh, know that Lowe's trades very closely with Home Depot and Lowe's. Well, Lowe's, Lowe's still at Lowe's still at the Lowe's. Well, more closer to the Lowe's. It's, Lowe's hasn't got off the Lowe's. No pun intended. Why well, it's Lowe's? One eleven fifty was the pre-market low. One twelve sixty is where we're at right now. We're up a buck from the Lowe's, so yeah. we've come off the Lowe's there as well. We said say low, low one more time. Low. <laughs> they report tomorrow, correct? They're usually a couple days after. I don't know on yeah. the schedule, which I don't have written down here either. So Let's find out. That. Courtesy of the pro, Lowe's is reporting tomorrow before the open. Good job, Joel. There you go. So now you got Home Depot setting the bar lower for Lowe's. Right. <laughs> we got to stop saying low. <laughs> Uh, so obviously that means that Lowe's may not have to blow it away to you know recoup some of these losses. If you're if you're if you're the first one reporting, you don't want to miss, and if you're the second one reporting, you want the first one to miss because they set the bar lower for you. So there you go, Lowe's down two dollars and forty two cents, but with the bar set lower here now because of Home Depot, if they say anything okay, I'd actually expect a rally. Uh, what other earnings we get? Do we have down? It's retail rec day. It's retail rec day. Yeah, Kohl's. So let's go into this one because this one is significant here. Um, Kohl's is not bouncing back nearly as much as the other ones. I'll give you the earnings here and then Spencer will tell you where it's at. But Kohl's is a flat out miss. So on an adjusted basis, 74 cents versus analyst estimates of 86. The sales did beat 4.63 billion. Um, their EPS guidance, they're cutting. And you never want to hear that too. So we have two cuts this morning. Home Depot cut. Oh. This one's significant for Kohl's. They're cutting it. Their Very. EPS guidance from 515 to 545. They're cutting it down to 475 to 495. 
and that's why you're seeing coals trade down significantly here in the pre-market. Uh, KSS, if I just bring it up here too, do you have it in front of you? So, so yeah, so a 40 cent EPS cut essentially for the uh, the full year EPS, a guidance cut. Now what you want to see, uh, Joel's going to reboot his comm here. He'll, he'll be back with us in a minute. Why is the market up? <laughs> because the market goes up no matter what. Retail, they don't. They will find another sector to pick it up. And there is some good news here this morning, which we're going to get to in a second. So it's right. not all bad news. Just if you're trading retail stocks, it's pretty much all bad news. So Kohl's is trading down 12% here right now in the pre-market. It's at and, 51 and, it's, and a quarter. Right, just off the low. Pre-market low is 50.79. It had been on a run. And we had talked about this, obviously, yesterday, even going to the print. Kohl's had been on a run. A few of these retailers had really taken off um, for the last two months. Call it the lagger trade, where obviously stocks that were out of favor for the year came back in favor in the last month and a half. And that's taken the stock up from this 48 49 up to $58 as of yesterday. So giving back seven points here this morning, giving back a good chunk of the run, not the entire run there. If you want to look at sympathy plays, there's a ton of them to talk about, obviously. But the big two that always move with Kohl's is Nordstrom and uh, Macy's. And if we look at Nordstrom this morning, it is trading down here as well. JWN uh, is down $1.72. So they're down 4.5%. They didn't even say anything. They just get punished because obviously Kohl's misses. So you think, okay, well, Nordstrom probably didn't do that great either. Macy's, same story. And poor Macy's never really had the run that the other two did. So they're getting hit back down. And this 16 level, if I'm just going off my memory because my charts are slow too, uh, has been some major support for the stock for a while. Well, we're coming well, back Why, why don't you guess, guess, what, guess where we're at right now? I just brought up 59. Okay. Okay. I, so I, I just guessed. I just guessed that if we're coming back into support, we're probably there. And there we are. We're down 5% on Macy's here. 16 is big though. So you do have a lot of support down here in Macy's. And obviously, again, with Kohl's missing. When's Macy's due to report, Mr. Israel? Well, here's Nordstrom, first of all. Nordstrom reports the 21st after the bell. So a Thursday, Thursday. afternoon. Thursday that's, that's, that, that's Nordstrom. Yeah. Ma Macy's here as I pull it up in the pro. Macy's is uh, Thursday morning. Okay, so you do have the same setup where Kohl's has set the bar lower for Macy's and Nordstrom now. So now Macy's and Nordstrom, if they don't say anything, if they cut guidance, they cut guidance, usually the stocks go down. But if they come in line now, it's probably good enough to get a, a rally here because everybody's obviously expecting that Macy's and Nordstrom are going to disappoint now. All about expectations. That is what earnings is. Like we talk about the news algo all the time. They read, oh, beat, buy it, oh, miss, sell it. And a lot of times that interpretation is incorrect because it's all about expectations and sentiment. That is sometimes more important than the number. Now that Kohl's is missed, now you have Macy's and Nordstrom's expectations lower, which is a lower bar for them to climb. So if Macy's or, comes in Thursday morning and just comes in line, you could actually see the stock rally. All right. Uh, Joel, Joel's... Am I still here? You're, you're, you're with us, Joel. Oh, yeah. you're, still, you're plugged not. into the main headset. Yeah, you didn't know you were still on. Yeah, you're no, plugged into the other main well, headset. Well, I'm not... A, I just rebooted my whole computer. Is that because I'm on the... Uh, I don't know why you had to reboot, but you're 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 on with us, Joel. Yeah, okay. you can talk. I didn't know. I yeah. thought, I you don't have I... any charts. You don't have any information in front of you, but you have a lot of information in your head, Joel. Just <laughs> picture those charts because you look at them so much. You know what they look like. Yeah, I mean, we don't need charts. We know what they look like. We look at them every day. Yeah, no. So uh, what are your thoughts? You get Coles running. It's had the run up, obviously. 50, down seven bucks here now. By the by dip. The dip. <laughs> Joel, by the dip. That's by usually the dip. actually off I mean, of what else? Work. How else can you say anything? Except, well... Um, is there any, help me out here, folks, with your charts. You know what I like to look at. Is there like three or four lows in the same area? You know, 
Spencer's coming to try to get Joel's charts working here again. It's just my my trade station. And my charts are limited as well. So you know what? We don't always have to be fully technical here too because we talk a lot of fundamentals on the show. And, you know, we like to talk to technicals. We like to have an area. And obviously take Macy's out of my head there because my charts aren't great either. Is there there a daily chart there? Well, I'm on Kohl's here. So let's go check out Kohl's and we're bringing up. But these charts aren't that great either. Again, my charting software is on my home computer. So... We've had a run-up. We've run from 47 up to the 58 area. We're coming back Dude, to 51. You look at that. That that what kind, that's a what kind of chart is that? That's a. It's a three-month chart. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's called a crappy-looking chart. Well, why don't you use what, a bar chart? Don't because I've never used these charts ever before because I don't have my software here. I don't have six computers, Joel. I'm running. I, I we're on the the. That's, we're on an operation here. Okay. With one. Okay, la- so normally, when you have six screens and you got charts on them all. Now I have one little laptop with one little chart in the corner. This is how you have to trade. Is this how other people trade? I've been with you for like 24 hours. I'm just wondering, though. Like, I feel like so naked here today (laughs) because just with the little laptop and the little iPad, it's like, I I don't know how I would even make a trade um, without that much information. (laughs) And this is one thing, you know, if you're in this business, it's one thing if you're an investor and you're just doing this on the side and you want to do a stock trade a week. If you're trying to do this for a living and you're not investing in, you know, information, you are giving yourself a complete disservice because I'm sitting here and I feel like completely naked because I'm, I literally have only one inf- or two information sources. The Benzinga Pro is excellent. So that's giving me the information. But without my normal charting service, which uses bar charts, like you say, okay. I'm looking okay. at these and I'm like, I can't even really make you know heads or tails out of this chart. So okay. this is like something provided by a free service, which I won't say the name of. But, you know, I didn't download the software. We actually had 22 minutes to set up here this morning. So we obviously okay, downloaded all, right. all this. I'm sorry. But the point I'm making is if you are in this as a business, you need to invest in information. And, you know, don't be afraid to pay a couple hundred dollars a month for charts if you need to get a good charting service. I pay over $400 a month for my charting service just because I like the look of it. Do you get S&P quotes? No, I don't do that. <laughs> Because you don't need them. You got SPY. Nobody needs S&P futures quotes unless you're trading at midnight like you are, Joel. Because obviously between 8 p.m. and 4 a.m. Yeah, Joel's the only one that looks at the, the Sunday you night You have the high-frequency traders. You can thank Virtue Financial for that because they obviously make a market and SPY, a two-cent market for you at 4, 4 o'clock in the morning. Two, three-cent market trading off of the S&P futures. So you don't need it. You, they're, they're not open between 8 spot, and 4. Well, I'm not trading. I need to sleep sometime there, Joel. And I also need to uh, right. obviously stay with my family a little. I can't trade <laughs> 24 hours a day because I would be divorced if I started trading 24 hours a day. <laughs> I right. trade six, if I trade 16 hours a day, I'd probably divorce too, but okay. Let's, my trade station is coming back. It's okay. coming back. Let's, It'll uh, be back by the end of the show. So Joel's going, Joel feels really naked without charts. He doesn't even I don't know, know what's going on. Maybe I'll put oh, it up yeah, on yeah. my phone. All right. <laughs> I, want, I, I want to go to I here. Intelstat, Intelstat oh, here had oh, uh, yeah. another bad day. Oh, this yeah. is why you don't call Tech, bottoms. Don't, yeah. don't whatever, catch a falling knife, whatever they want to call it. Uh, yeah. The headlines yesterday, so they're getting another uh, downgrade this morning from Evercore as a result of uh, what happened yesterday. Several halts I see. Uh, if I could find the big headline here, the FCC chairman called for a public auction. Recall there was going to be that private auction between that consortium of foreign companies, one of them being Intelstat, uh, calling now for a public auction of their technology to the, the telecom providers. And where are we now? $7. Can I just tell you one of the highlights of the trip so far? It was sitting on, sitting a, plane on a plane with Dennis. Dennis. We were watching CNBC. On the Delta plane. Delta's a nice flight. Yeah. And and basically every stock that went by in the ticker 
like you had a comment for, or I had a comment just for, off the ticker. Yeah, just off the ticker. And I goes by, and I remember talking about it on Friday, and we're like, oh, don't, you know, be careful on this one. You know, don't buy the dip. It's a, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And I saw it at like 14 and a half later in the day, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, this was on Friday. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, you know, we were a little too cautious on that one. And then they pulled up on the CNBC ticker that's in uh, single digits. So uh, what what's going on? Is there is supposed to be an It's option? down another buck here this morning. So we're down another 10% here. And again, Joel's correct. This is why you don't come in and catch the falling knife or pick the bottom or whatever you want to call it. When a stock falls and it's falling on news, sometimes price discovery, sometimes it takes a few days or even a couple of weeks to shake out everyone. And this stock has not stopped going down. There's no reason to come in and call a bottom on a stock that is going straight down. That is trying to be a hero. And I will tell you from personal experience, I lose money a lot of times when I try to be a hero and call the bottom. Wait till the stock stops going down. Wait till it puts a couple lows in the same area. Wait till you have something to lean on. You have nothing to lean on. It just keeps making new lows every day. I mean, if you thought, oh, well, it's just gone down too far. It was 25, it's down to eight, it's going to come back. Well, the people, same people were saying that as 15. They just got their capital cut in half in two days. Now it's seven. So, and it's the same thing with the pot stocks. Well, there's there's support from support from a year and a half ago. If you want to lean on that, there's good support at zero (laughs) as well. But we're a long ways away from there too. But it's the same thing with the pot stocks. I mean, we've been talking about the pot wreck. And yesterday, again, I mean, I haven't even looked at them this morning, but this Aurora Cannabis is just an absolute disaster. You know, it loses like 15% the day before. And then yesterday, just for fun, we'll just lose another 10% here. We're actually trading down only 1% this morning, so I guess that's a good day for Aurora Cannabis. But, I mean, these pot stocks, we had Alan Brockstein on the show yesterday. I asked him a question, which I didn't really expect the response, but I was asking, you know, do you think we could lose some of these companies? And he said we could. He didn't say any specific company. But obviously, we're going to have some massive capital raises needed. These companies, a lot of them are burning cash here. And if you're coming in and calling the bottom on these things, the fundamental story here is very broken right now. There is a demand issue, at least in Canada, on some of these Canadian ones. You never want to hear a demand issue. It's one thing about a supply issue. It's another thing about a demand issue. And when demand is obviously not going up or in some cases going down, that is not good news here. So um, it's the same story. We're going to stay bearish to the pot stocks until they give us a reason to be bullish. All right. Question from the chat here about uh, retail we haven't talked about. Or like I meant to bring it up yesterday, if I'm honest. Canada Goose. Uh, question about Goose and the holiday trade. And Goose got, caught some analyst activity yesterday. DA Davidson lowered their price target to $38. Credit Suisse lowered theirs to $62. Uh, this is after the company reported earnings Wednesday morning uh, that were up year over year, although I don't have estimates in front of me here. But, Dennis, take a look at this Goose Didn't chart. they initially on this report, Spencer, and I'm just going from my memory, didn't up. it pop? Yeah. yeah, it popped originally, and they sold that. Again, it's the same issue when you've got stocks that are trending down and you know heavy downtrends for a while here now we can go from the last year you know it was up over 65 dollars and now down at 40 you know it's obviously going from the upper left to the lower right so when stocks are trending down when you get these relief rallies on earnings they often just have so much overhead supply everybody's from last week is like thank you for giving my money back from last month thank you for giving two my problems. money back two problems with canada's goose coats uh and i've just recently been buying uh been in the market for a new winter coat number one they're so expensive what, how much are those coats? Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're, they're above your budget. Uh, I'm probably about my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny I mean, Glick they, in the house. 
Kenny Glick is in the house. We're going to mic this guy up here right now. He's just a little late, but it's okay. Kenny's always good to go. He's ready to hit some bids out here. No, actually, we we have the official announcement. He is going to change his name from hit to bid to lift the offer. Is that, are you getting bullish, Kenny? He's always – Kenny's been bullish a while. You should have. Yeah, yeah, boss. He's coming on here right now. Look, he's even dressed up. This, that's. I got that shirt. I think that's my shirt. <laughs> he says, I saw. We saw Kenny for drinks there last night, and uh, I wore. I got the one shirt on there, which I got from Costco. And Kenny's like, you cannot wear that shirt tomorrow because I've got the same shirt I'm wearing tomorrow. <laughs> Kirkland. <laughs> anyway, it's a nice shirt. Nice shirt. Just anyways, they're they're very very expensive, and they're they're too warm. They're really warm. They're really thick. I mean, so you would know. What do you, what do you wear up there when you go up to the tundra? My parka? No, no I don't wear. I wouldn't wear a thousand dollar can of goose coat. I'll tell you that. So, uh, but it, the the problem here is it's just it was a story. It was a hot story for a while. The story's kind of broken. And the fundamentals. It's, there's 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 still value here. There's value here somewhere. But it's still coming down, and the valuation was too extreme. So now that's what you know. You've got the growth potentially slowing a little bit. And what I always talk about: if you got the growth investors in there, and you got a story, the valuations don't matter. Once the growth starts to slower, once the growth guys are, and girls are scared to come in, then you have this gap because the value guys like me don't want to come in and you know buy the thing with a nosebleed valuation. So when you have the growth guys getting out and the value guys not willing to buy, that's when you start to see the price re, uh, come down very significantly here. So now, the story is hurting here. The goose story is not a good story here right, right now. I am, I can get, I believe. Joel's back. We got Joel back. We got Kenny Glick back. You know what, 20 minutes in the show, we're actually coming all around we here can now. Actually st- we, we, could, uh, we could stay on a little bit later maybe today. If, uh, well, that's true too, because I'm actually um, probably not gonna be trading the open here. So we could do a little <laughs> extended show. We'll give you guys a little bit extra there although maybe some people have already left because they didn't get joel's technicals there and he's not pleased about that all right uh well let's see the goose where oh, the goose have, is loose let's see where it's trading at before the I goose isn't juiced i'll tell you that uh, trading down well that's not too bad i mean it's only trading down no no but this was the follow us from the other day uh you got one level well i, I, I almost have to call it two levels here uh that earnings day when you had the big range you traded under under thirty-four dollars, you traded to. Nope, that's not thirty-four dollars. That's thirty-four seventy-one. I see that as a low. I don't know. Use that as your support number on the monthly charts, though. You got to go a little bit lower for your monthly charge, your monthly support. Man, we are all through this monthly. Yeah, support. we don't like this. Thirty-one sixty-seven. <laughs> Thirty-one box. Joel says that's yep. only another ten percent down. So you got support down there somewhere. We're gonna we're getting Kenny mic'd up right now, so we're gonna get his thoughts on some of these stocks as well. Let's move from Goose. Let's move to Roku. Roku obviously been running for days and days and days here. I saw a stat since the earnings report a week and a half ago. The stock is up thirty eight percent. So you know, obviously we got down to that one eighteen level, and just this morning. Um, it is down here this morning. There was some insider selling last night. I believe that is a catalyst. If I'm wrong about that, somebody can correct me. Uh, obviously, uh, running around here this morning. I didn't get a chance to check all the information sources, but um, we're down three bucks here. So a little bit of insider selling last night from our OKU. But with that being said, the stock has been on an incredible run. Joel, you lost your charts again. What's going on? No, Bring up Roku. All right. you, this has been on a run. So, so they, they bought, bought the dip, dip, obviously. Disney Plus started to obviously kick the Too circuit. much of a run. And you want to know what else? You want to know what else? I got another bullish thing about Roku here. 
don't know if this is bullish or bearish. I know this is. I know it's yesterday. Yeah, yeah yesterday our flight got delayed, so I popped into a Best Buy, and I've been wanting to get Disney Plus, and my Apple TV is third generation. You can't download apps on third generation, so I cannot actually watch Disney Plus on my third generation Apple TV. So I was like, well, I'll just go buy another Apple TV. Well, I went on the Best Buy, and he's like, don't do that. Just buy a Roku stick, twenty or twenty nine bucks. I'm like, okay. So I bought a Roku. So it's actually long. I'm an actual, actual product. product. So I'm, I'm going to try it out when I get back to uh, Windsor there tomorrow. The Roku stick. So, right. but usually when me and Joel buy a product, it's usually near the end of the cycle. We're usually the last ones to buy a new product. All right. What you want to do? What it's at uh, one fifty-seven sixteen here, down two ninety-two. What you want to do on this one? I'm still trying to get my full data pulled up, but find that pre-market low. See what that low is at nine twenty-nine and twenty-nine seconds. Let's say it's right here at the one fifty-seven area. Boom. If you take out that pre-market low, then you know the sellers are still there. If you're looking for a rebound on it, then your your rebound your uh, pre-market low will hold. And I'm gonna customize another chart there and find it for you. All right, we got Kenny. Kenny. Are you you mic'd up, Kenny? Kenny? Check one, two. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Seventeen cups of coffee. (laughs) Ready to rock. How's it going? Pretty good, man. How you guys doing? We're set up. We're going. We're doing we're, 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 so, Kenny, what I wanted to tell you, I told these guys, we're on this set, right? Guess what this play is called? Um, this looks like the last time I did stand-up. <laughs> it's called the play. <laughs> <laughs> this is on this actual set. There's all Kenny's fans there. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's called the play, the play that, that goes, goes wrong, wrong, the play that went wrong. Oh, yeah. Is it very apropos for us? Nice. Oh, they actually do that here? I've actually heard of that show. Yeah, cool. I'm excited. We're like the only ones in here, I think, right? <laughs> they didn't let anybody in the venue, so. <laughs> it's pretty cool that we, we, we run this town right now. What's going on? What are you guys talking about Danny, so we, we went through, and we've got a little bit of a retail record this morning. Home Depot reported disappointed. Kohl's uh, reported disappointed. So you got a lot of retailers trading down. Um, really, really, the market just shrugs that off, though. The overall market seems to find a catalyst to go up no matter what. And that's what Joel was saying this morning. You know, why are we up? You know, why are we trading up here again without so many retail stocks trading down? I mean, this just buy the dip mentality in this market and any dip. And I mean, the dips now are like eight or nine S&P points, like 0.3%. Right. And the money manager is backing up. Like, what are your thoughts? Are you bullish? I am bullish because it's just like, just like 2012, 2013. You can't fight it. The only thing is, what, it's, what I find to be amazing about this market is that if you give, I can name a hundred bad stocks before you, I can name five ones that have been trending this whole time. That's why, you know, again, I always throw JC Peretz in this conversation. He makes fun of me. I own the diamonds. If I'm going to buy a stock in this market, let it be the one that goes up every day, DIA. Nobody trades it, doesn't have a lot of volume, but if the market is up, then the diamonds are up and my dad owns the Qs. So between the diamonds and the Qs, we're pretty full invested, you know, because every stock I picked, U.S. Steel, still waiting for it to get back to 40. Um, uh, I, I, I picked up, I, was, I thought I had a bottom on AAOI when I was on the show last week. Absolutely rolls over and just goes right back to where it comes from. Bed, Bath & Beyond, we're talking about, you know, since the pop, I'm still up on it, but again, not going anywhere. But very hard to find individual opportunities. And that's why, again, I remain liquid. I love what I'm doing lately and just gone, I've, I'm like throwback to like 1999 of trading. Just let's right, stay liquid and do what else out there. Well, that BBY, did you hop in? Was it something technical or because is it was it the activist? Uh, the activists were getting busy in it. 
it's funny because this is exactly my attitude towards the market. My first instinct was, who's this guy? And should I short the stock just and have it roll back over? But once it didn't roll over, and uh, when I was on your show, uh, Dennis was talking about how we should be looking for that 1170 range to go test. It tested the 1170, and so far, so good. Back in it. You know, it's, it's in a little bit of a, a downtrend, str- trying to struggle to get back over to that uh, $14, $50, 15 area. But I think we're going to see $17 on this stock. And, uh, you know, again, I love these stocks that have already gotten beaten up. So do I they know have any of those? Do they have any of those in New York City here? Bed, uh, Bath & Beyond? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they as big as they are everywhere They're else? Big stars. No, not as big. I have one down the block for me, you know, or – I call it down the block. You go in there and buy your towels in there. I I, I get my uh, I get my tooth. Uh, what's it called? The, the water picks there. <laughs> anytime my wife, anytime I can't figure about something to get my wife, I'll go in there and pick up a few things and you know coffee machine. It's convenient, you know. And, and you uh, always have the twenty percent coupon. Exactly, and they yeah, never exactly. they never expire, no matter what it says on the ticket. I know. Yeah. I know. They honor them forever. Yeah. <laughs> Expire nineteen eighty eight. Oh, that's right. okay. We'll take it. And next door is the is the is the uh, what's it called the uh, Best Buy, which again was on the verge of bankruptcy. It seemed, yeah. and what a they turnaround! What a turnaround there. When we first started the show, we were dogging Best Buy, and Joel was the one that I think was one of the first people to call. This is just a showroom for Amazon, and then CNBC was talking. Everybody was always talking about it, but Joel was saying that all the time. This is right. just so, and the stock went from like sixty or seventy dollars down to eleven bucks. Yeah, and everybody had this for dead. You know what? They figured it out, and the main thing that they just did was the Amazon price matching. Right. So they're like, okay, well, we'll match. You know, whatever price is on there, and you get your product today. So yeah. here it is. It's on Amazon. It's twenty bucks cheaper. Right, that's fine. We'll match it. That was the, one of the main catalysts that you know the, how they fought off Amazon. And yeah, I was there's... in there. I was in there as I was buying something that I looked at at Amazon, and then I was like too lazy to order, so that I went to the store to actually get it. I like getting help, though. That's the thing. You go I like getting places. help too, and I like yeah. seeing the TV. You know, I mean, again, you could just look at the TV and then go buy it on Amazon. But now that they got the prices are right. All right, we got Joel back. On Woo. the screen, Woo. got his charts back. Everybody's back. back. Everybody's back. <laughs> Woo. The play that went wrong, the show that went wrong, but it's not going that wrong. We aren't going. Actually, the only thing <laughs> that went worse. The only thing that happened was as soon as the show started, Joel's PC just conked out. So, I, really <laughs> otherwise, we'd been perfect. Nobody would have even known. <laughs> if, if not for, if not for no, Joel's PC, we would have been fine. Joel okay. was in full panic, though. The technician, when he didn't have any charts, his eyes were getting bigger. It's like, you know, they're coming into the scene of the accident there. He's like, whoa, no charts. But he must be ripping you know. us in the chat here. No, no, we don't have the chat up. No, Spencer's got her back in the chat. I, I've got, I've got the chat up. We're doing okay. We're doing let's okay. go back to what Kenny was just saying, and you were talking about owning the diamonds and owning the cues. And let's just talk from an investing standpoint here. And you know, it sounds like you do a little bit of indexing along with your own trading. Right. Um, like, what percentage of you know just your capital would you say you apply to? You know, more indexes, buying cues, buying diamonds versus discretionary trading. Well, discretionary trading right now is is. Well, I also have my dad as my backer. You know, you uh, he he was always an investor. He's the one that got me into this. And then I, uh, my fascination from, from, from about the market came right with the bar mitzvah when he's trying to explain <laughs> where my money was going to go. I'm like, where's the money going? Don't I just get to buy bikes and stuff? <laughs> but uh, he was explaining to me, and then I started researching. And you know, I remember I used to go visit the Fidelity Center and get their pamphlets and just read the, the what was inside the fund. That's how geeky I was right, right, right when I was a kid. But my, we still have the QQQ. My dad, we bought the Qs when the market was crashing, 2008, 2009. That's a nice buy. Yeah, 35, 40, 45, 50. Yep. At 60, we stopped buying. Still has it. 
Yeah. And, you know, I, t- I told them, I was like, listen, you give this 10 years, you're going to see these in the 200s again. And as much as I want to say I've taken credit for it, I've told them to sell at 160, 165, 170, oh, 175. Wow. And I've been telling them to sell it all year, especially after what happened in December. I, I, I was in with Goldman Sachs. I thought there was going to be more volatility. I thought this year would be a little bit, you know, a little bit different. And it turned out to be just another, another massive volume. buying opportunity. So, but as far as my most of my money, I'm just looking for the next the next big thing, and you know, no, not next big thing, because usually three days is my hold period now. Yeah. So, and I Swing found that I found after three after three days, you're 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 usually reversing trend anyway. I love the bottom picks because usually you'll get that that first bottom, and then that next day is the proving ground. If it did catch that bottom you'll get that three-day follow-through and that's why you know i loved amarin the last couple of days even on the news and then amarin became a short and then you know this i stock is was uh, yeah talk about i because this one hasn't stopped going down are you playing this are you trying to call the bottom on i this was one of my bottom picks originally so if you look at the chart this thing was a almost like a penny stock going back you know oh, years I, ago you're going yeah to. i mean we're talking about maybe two years now at this point right right you know when this came out and got over that coveted five, you know, as you know, some oh, five. stocks are just, going over five is going to 10, right? Five gets you 750, 750 okay. gets you 10. So when this thing, you know, we're in it, we're in the set. It, it was a really nice clean break at 750. So you got that, you know, it looked like it was just going to roll over and die again. So when it broke 750, I was like, I don't know what the stock is, but I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. So from 750 up to around 17, and we did pretty well with it, consolidated. I thought that was going to be it, rolled over. And then it took off and became some, you know, lunatic stock up to like almost $38, $39. But now, I don't know what the story is. And we were joking around about it that it was Barron's that started this. It was not. It was not. It wasn't Barron's? No. Uh, they covered it. They were one of the only ones to cover it at, right off the bat. But they didn't start this. Okay. I, I, would, say, I would actually say maybe J.P. Morgan started this. Okay. Yeah. So what's what? I, again, I, okay. I missed the original story. So we can recap to yesterday. We can recap it again though. Sure. The story sucks. Down fourteen percent again today. Actually, so actually, wasn't it that uh, the temper sell at Palooza? Wasn't that before the downgrade? Uh, I'm looking pro. But this no. is not the asset sale, correct? Okay. Spencer, tell, wow. Spencer's got the story. So, so Kenny, so there's this alliance, right? The C-band alliance of three foreign companies, of right. which Intelstat is one of them. Uh, they were gonna. This alliance was gonna have a private auction to auction off their tech, their 5G technology to the, te- the telecom providers, right? AT&T, Verizon, right. Private auction, three foreign companies to U.S. companies. U.S. government was like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do a private auction to foreign companies. Uh-huh. So JP Morgan came out and said, this private auction might not go down the way we thought it was going to go down. So they downgraded the stock. That's uh-huh. what started all this madness. Uh-huh. Now you got the chairman of the FCC saying, yeah, no private auction, public auction. So that's sort of how this started. Wow. And now but- if you look, even this morning, the analysts are continuing to gang up on We know analysts chase price. You have Evercore this morning here. Uh, trading down or, or giving a price target of $11. They're lowering it to, they call it in line. I don't know why Evercore does that. They have those weird, like they don't do neutral, they do inline. What's, What's their that? other one, Spencer? That's weird. That's their neutral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the upgrades we are down. On this. We look really bad right now for time to spy on this, so we better lower it to neutral. Right. We're, we're, we're short-term bearish, long-term bullish. <laughs> but in immediate, we have no idea. But uh, you know, the, the, the upgrades and downgrades have always been hilarious. Let's talk, uh, let's talk an upgrade and downgrade here. Uh, Griffin, uh, looks like Griffin 11, says a downgrade in AT&T this morning, a price target of $30. 
Yeah, you seen that, Mr. That, that's Moffat Nathanson. Nathanson. Yep. That's Moffat Nathanson. To sell. To sell. Wow. You know what? You wonder. Um, and Moffat Nathanson does make some pretty good calls. They're not as followed, but it will be impactful. And if we look at AT&T this morning, it is trading down here in the pre-market. I'll just give it to you. It's down 1.7%. You, know, you see that sell word. It spooks people, too. And AT&T has had a pretty good run. Yeah, I mean, we've been running on AT&T going up there to test the $40 level. I think about this, you know, and I kind of thought the story was, you know, just a dividend story there for a long time, too. It was back at 30. Well, it became a little bit of a momentum story, too, when the activists got in there and obviously shaking up and putting that potential, what do they say, $54 it could eventually go to if they did things right. Well, anyways, it got back to 40. So Moffat Nathanson is hitting the sell button. They're putting a $30 price target on it, downgrading to sell. Kenny, are you trading AT&T? What are your thoughts? I haven't looked at it, but when it hits $34, buy it. 34. Why? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about your, your, your thought process. Multi time frame VWAP. I'm looking at it. We got to bring it in. We knew we were going to bring it in. That's where it comes. show for 10 minutes. The show is sponsored by VWAP. It's kind of where it broke out from around that 33, 34 area. So if it's going to pull back, that's, that's, your, that's your area right there around 34 and a half, actually. So I haven't, I, I, I never look at AT&T kind of like that. It's you. almost like watching bank of America. I yeah. think, I think, yeah. I think I'll be retired by the time AT&T gets to 34. <laughs> I mean, $30, the stock going down, down nine bucks. I mean, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? Well, I came from there. So they're thinking that the rally is nine bucks. They think the rally isn't real. I mean, what will the yield be when it's going to be? A, I mean, they'll keep buying it the it whole way down. Because- it was thirty dollars just a few, just back in when was it thirty? Here, if I go to the chart, it was a thirty dollars six months ago. That's yeah, like guy. You know what? This guy is. Um, this guy's friends with that guy that downgraded Apple from Moffat Nathanson. Yeah, he's friends with this guy from Maxim that downgraded Apple. Oh, I, I think Joel's making that up. But <laughs> if you don't know, body immediately, I mean, this is a stock that is trending up. So when typically you see downgrades on stocks trending up, they often get bought. Stocks that seem to get downgraded, they're trending down. So often continue to go down. Right. So, but talk about the VWAP. Bring this back in because we have some listeners that maybe aren't familiar with you know how you're coming up with this number. Talk about how you derive the $34 price target with using the VWAP. Well, what this is doing is just basically grabbing the VWAP from every single day and just dividing by the amount of days that I've had. How many days? Program. This was I'm looking at just I just grabbed the 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 a big number, so I'm looking at a three year VWAP. Three years. And three wow. years, and you know, two years ago I was like, why would this even matter? You know, but if I look at quickly looking at the chart, once once you know, we're all technical analysis here. here you know, guys. can we, can we see what you're looking at? Let's see if we can show oh, our screen. Oh yeah, um, here, let's see if we can show our screen. Yeah, let's see if we can show Kenny's screen here, so he can uh, can show our listeners what he's talking about. Right there on. we go. All right, let's see what we got, Kenny. Explain this to us. Right there, that dotted orange line right now. That's taking three years of daily VWAP, even pre-market and aftermarket, and combining all together and giving me one, one, one price. And what I started to find, you know, I've been trading for 20 years and doing technical analysis. You quickly look at this chart, I would just say your support is around 35 bucks. Just I look at the highs and lows of candlesticks and where sure. they've met. So I started to f- notice that anytime I did some sort of my own technical analysis, I would throw VWAP and whatever time frame I needed, and it would just spit out a number really, really similar to what I was looking at. And so I started just using VWAP specifically. And um, there's only one thing that I've seen that's better is Brian Shannon has this anchor VWAP. So he could take, he could just automatically grab, let's say you want to see where the high is from the, this, this peak at 43 and then bring it down to that 27 and then boom, it'll give you a new VWAP. So he could click on the screen and bring it 
to any events, as he calls it, bring it to the highs, to the lows, and it gives you a VWAP. For me, I've been sticking with, um, you know, one month, three months, six months, nine months. And, uh, you know, it's been pretty, pretty cool. But um, going back to that upgrade and downgrade thing, I, I want to ask you a question. I mean, I know you guys do a lot of upgrades and downgrades. Sure. Don't you find that a lot of the upgrades come at the worst possible time? Oh, for sure. Oh, my I God. Mean, Pull up. Uh, what was that stock? Grub. Yeah. Pull up Grub. Yeah. Bring up Grub. Okay. And you, look at the, you, you pick the day and you tell me what day it had nine downgrades. <laughs> you, you guess which day it had nine downgrades. Oh, nine downgrades? Nine downgrades on the same. Not, it's like Ferris Bueller. You Would know, it be recently, like day. October 21st? Nine downgrades. <laughs> Down at the bottom there? <laughs> well, it's just like, what day do you think? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. It was the low. That was the low. And Joel called on the show. He's like, when you get nine downgrades on the same day, yeah. just he just had, the bottom. <laughs> right. And just like smile direct. I mean, yeah. well, there are other things going on there because obviously I have the underwriters and I'll come up with a buy rating on it. But on that day it was such a tell because he had so much positive analyst action on that stock because a lot of obviously conflicts of interest here, we'll say, uh, because the underwriters are not going to come out and tell you to sell the stock. Wink, wink. Yeah, but you, when you come out and you've got so you know much positive action, and the stock actually starts to go down and closes down on the day. That it, was a huge it, tell. It didn't just a huge get tell. go down. It got it, destroyed. It got, that but day. it was up, it was up like, like four or five percent of the pre-market. Pre-market. I said, yeah. I, I, so we said on the show, if this rolls over and starts to go red, Katie bar the door. This is gonna get ugly, and it did. And it they crushed it, and they continued to crush it for a few days after that. And obviously, you know, and where are we now on Smile Direct? Is this seven bucks? It's got to be seven bucks, yeah. Where is my Smile Direct? It is. I just, just want to go back to this AT&T here for one second. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Just because <laughs> this guy, Moffat Nathanson, he's looking at the monthly charts, and he's seeing it bump against 40. And you had, what, one, two, three, four, five months in a row back in late 2017. So he's looking at that as major resistance. What I like about what Kenny said is when I look at this move from 28 to 40, I think a 12-point move, right? So I yeah. think 50% retracement yeah. comes into that $34 yeah. area. But, I mean, I yeah, For instance, my, my six-month VWEB's telling me 35. You know, I could, I could scroll down to uh, a one-month or also. Let me see what the one-month In all is. situations, it's telling you to buy the dip. <laughs> <When you> get, <laughs> right. Bottom dip. line. But it's trending. I mean, you are always – if you're following VWAP, you are buying strong stocks and selling weaker ones, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Because the stocks are trending down, you're getting a pop-up into it, and that's why it works so well. It's just, you know, because typically you don't see huge Vs going or – you see stocks that they get hit, and then they have hope, and, you know, they come back up a little bit there, and then the next wave of selling comes in. Well, if you're always following VWAP, you're always selling a stock. Are they paying down some of their debt? Are they paying down some of their debt? I mean, that's why you were so bearish at 30. That's why I'm – that's why I don't say I'm bearish, but that's why I sold out. I had AT&T for a long okay. time, and I've been nervous about AT&T because they do have a lot of debt. And I didn't want to cheat on my hands. They still do. They made some bad investments. Let's be honest. DirecTV, when we're all going streaming here now, you've made a right. huge investment to DirecTV. DirecTV. Whenever there's a kiosk at the mall trying to sell you something, it's not a good, it's not a good business model because they have the uh, DirecTV kiosk there oh, yeah. next to the guy that wants to redo, my, base, that's my, that's redo my bathroom, and then he also I want to join uh, DirecTV. Yeah. Everybody's started cutting the cord. Well, let's go buy DirecTV. So they made some. I, that was a while ago. But HBO. They bought the HBO. I mean, now, you know, who knows? Too, too soon Content's to tell. Content's okay. Too like soon if you're, to tell. Yeah. That. That's always too soon to tell. But when you're going to DirecTV, I mean, when everybody's been cutting the cord and obviously we're moving to streaming, that was not, you know, that was, I didn't give them a break a little bit. It was got to be five or six. I years. love my AT&T cell service. I've had that forever. And, and they keep it. I think it's great. So, um, 
AT&T. We also have it on the house phone because of the alarm and then the Comcast. Don't ask me why we don't like do all bundled together, but Lisa doesn't want to have to rely on one company all the time. So we got the Comcast AT&T spread going on. So yeah, I'm all Verizon in. I'm, everything I got in my house now is Verizon. Oh, wait. You got Verizon. Yeah. Did you get Disney Plus through Verizon? No, I didn't. Did you you get Disney- it for free. What is that? Disney Plus? Oh, my God. That's right. Disney Plus. I didn't hear you what you said. Yeah, Disney Plus. I get it for free? They give yeah, something away for free? You, you, get, for free? you get one year call free. my wife. Hold on. This is why subscribers text You get one year Disney Plus free through Verizon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So I'll go check, check it out. out. Uh, I can watch wanna... The Mandalorian. He's part right. man. He's part DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> Guest star, I Michael J. Fox. Too, so I like the Star Wars. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to move on. Uh, two things. One from the chat. You get a uh, compliment, Kenny, from Beginner Mitch. He likes your charting style. Thanks. And also, we got a question about Clovis Oncology, CLVS. They want us to look at this chart. Nice one. And, we were uh, in there. You were. Tell us what. Tell us what. Once you saw. it got. Once it got back above five. Here. I mean, this was some disaster. But uh, yeah. I said I, I like your charts too because I'm actually just watching the, the, the show now. I'm just watching Kenny's charts here. The close because I don't have any charts hardly at all here. Way better than my charts. So I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm trying to find this somebody who actually bought some charting software with them. This is excellent. So this was just again this the 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 idea of something getting back above five. You know, I think I, if I could find the VWAP that we were looking at for that day, but for us it was more or less hey, this thing's gapping above five, it's probably going to start you know, headed towards that 750. And on a shorter term, you know, let me see what I got. You know, I just want to stop you for a second because yeah. that $5 number is so critical because that is where in most brokers, securities become marginable. Some firms. Some and a lot of brokers, yeah, lot of securities firms, become yeah. marginable and especially some of the big houses. So you have big money that all of a sudden can play, you know, they harder can buy it. Yep. Yeah, and that's why it's important for when a stock loses five, that's you know when these stocks start to get in a lot of trouble because all of a sudden they're not marginal and people are going to have to be starting to sell just because they don't have the margin that they did before. So that's right. why five, five is such a critical, critical number for stocks. So I like that point. You're so do you, do you care anything about like what the company's actually doing? Like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious because no. most people don't. This I was, mean, and here's, uh, well, I'll go back to you know what I believed in. And there was a company called ICPT, which I'm, I'm friends with a pediatric surgeon. He got me into that stock. He's like, they got it all wrong, and you know they're going to cure you know this and in, in, in kids. And I, I forgot the whole story, but it, it, the, the story with Clovis again. This stock has gone from boom to bust to boom to bust to boom to bust so many times. What are, I don't exactly know what they do, but apparently it's pretty volatile. But if you look at my chart right now, look at the number 498. That was our three-month VWAP. So getting over that line and getting over five simultaneously, that's when we start looking for this thing to get back. To You're seven. looking for a couple closes or just ticks 501 and you're in? Or yeah, you yeah. usually it's – for me, this whole market, because of the algos and how it's taken you, over, you can miss it. Some, of these, some of these trades are triggered by a penny. So, like, I forgot what trade it was the other day, but it got to 22.37, and our trigger was 22.39. It never got there, and that became resistance, and the stock rolled right back over. So, some of these times, it really comes down to a penny, and that's what I find fascinating on the Roku sell-off. Uh, I did um, when I was over in Stocktoberfest. I've never seen a trade, especially on an over $100 stock, trade to the 
penny. So when this thing rolled over, it was like 156.20, and that broke. And the next uh, monthly VWAP under there was 127.38. It went to 127.38 and bounced that day. And the next day when it broke that price, our next level was uh, around 101.50, whatever it was, and it went right to that chart. So it basically, I've always found it fascinating. Again, that's why I'm still doing this because this stuff, it's fascinating to me how it continues to work. And I used to question why this works so well. I'm done questioning it. But going back to those upgrades and downgrades, one of my now, I, I, well, I, just one more thing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. the reason I asked you on that, on yeah. because I remember you know holding the deck on the floor, and there would be stop close only orders. Right. So they would be like, if it closed above you know three thousand ten. You know, then they wanted to buy five hundred, right. but it, it, like the broker would be looking there, stop. You know, it's trading at three hundred nine seventy five, and you don't know the exact close. But uh, maybe I don't know if people are doing that as much. You know, like stop close only orders. I don't know. Do they? Can you can you send that on the floor anymore? Do they have those SCOs or stop close only? No. So yeah. you can you can do like the market. So so what, so a stop close is meaning if it trades below this, it's going to stop. Uh, no, it no like it, uh, above. Like if it's a buy stop close only, you only want to buy it above a certain yeah. level. You, you can participate like on the close, but you can't be doing stops with the closes as far as okay. I know. But different brokers do have different order types as well. So, you know, what they do on the floor, sometimes they have some different order types available on the floor too, which obviously, you know, we've had, um, who's our floor trader that we always bring on? Uh, that uh, we, Jonathan Corpina. Yeah, Jonathan Corpina. And he's got, you know, different types of orders that are available to him as a floor broker that aren't available, you know, elsewhere as well. So there is some different types of orders, but uh, as far as I know, that order doesn't exist anymore, John. What I found is that, you know, again, you want to see a chart that this is, this is, this is my typical, this is how VWAP really was. Here, I, I, I took your screen, but grab it back. Okay. So I, I just hijacked yeah, you, but you just grab it back for us. And then also, after we do this, we've got a question whether or not you traded KRTX yesterday. Sadly, I was not in okay. that wow <laughs> that was an incredible hey. move joel and i were on the plane so we were blown away when we watched Wait, what was happening oh my my central vac wasn't working uh this is the year where everything's breaking in my house and my and my and my wife's uh, renovating upstairs so i've had some contractors in the house but this is a typical trade for me you know this is yeah. gdot another stock that I, i've never heard of gets lit up you know, the stock's been trending down, and this is the, uh, I don't know if you guys, let me move these windows over here. The stock's hovering below the one minute, see the blue line? I don't know if you guys get a, get a good shot of what I'm looking at yep, here. Yep, we see. We so see. You're, you're, you're just hovering below the, the one minute. This is your standard VWAP. You know, my dotted orange is something usually I'm looking at a multiple time frame VWAP up there. But here we have this, hits the VWAP, can't break it, hits the VWAP, can't break it. So your downtrend is still intact, but this, this stock is exhausted. You haven't, you're not rolling over and breaking new lows. Yeah. So come the end of the day, look at these volume spikes and what are we coinciding with? We're finally getting over that one minute VWAP. I'm a buyer right here at 23.80 and I'm using the bottom of that range obviously for a stop. So at this point, I'm looking at the most I'm risking is 25 cents on this trade. So if you're buying a couple thousand shares, which most of us can do that with a $23, $24 stock, this thing immediately pops. You know, you're talking about 60 cent move. We're selling into this move. And then we're using VWAP as our out on the rest. And then we get this massive parabolic move for another buck until the end of the day. Yeah. So if, we're, if you're a day trader, and I'm going back to the days where we are just trying to make a day's pay every day. 
You know, I don't want to have, you know, the idea. I had a nice run, you know, for, from, from when my dad and I were buying the Qs and the Diamonds when the market was crashing. You know, I cashed out in 2017. I thought that was good. Dow 20,000. I, you know, I claimed victory. I, I made a nice call there. And, you know, I've been sort of bearish since, but not dumb enough to fight this market. But you give me this kind of a move, I find these moves four or five times a day. A lot of times it's the beginning chop after that first 15 minutes of chop. Yeah. A lot of times it's on a stock that's gapped down or up on an earnings report. And once that makes its mind up, just like NVIDIA the other day, chopping around, nobody knew what to make of it. And then it rolled over, broke the VWAP, and you tanked six points. But then at the end of the day, same situation, hovering below it. But this is the type of trade where, I mean, what are we trying to do here? We're just trying to make a living, right? So you sitting here, you just got to, you know, we're stalking. We're sitting there like we call ourselves panthers in the woods. You know, <laughs> never get off the boat. Never get off the boat. <laughs> so you, we're just sitting here waiting. And plus, you're getting over the VWAP. You're breaking that whole number. The shorts got caught flat-footed. And bang, you get a nice $1.50, $1.65 rip into the close. Why not? You know, I'll sit there and wait for those trades all day. And that's, again, I don't know anything about this company. And uh, boom, there's a nice trade for you also. I mean, it's a classic breakout there, really. You're just using it maybe not on a price side. You're using it on that VWAP. So you're looking when it breaks out over the VWAP, which is maybe something some other people aren't looking at because you often see these breakouts when it's just based on price. Right. They sometimes fail because everybody's looking at the same level. This right. isn't as obvious to a lot of other people. So, you know, you've got a little niche there that you found. And obviously, you know, it's, it is a change and sometimes in trend even. When you get stock coming down, it comes back over it. So you're identifying it early enough that, hey, Maybe who's, some people who are shorts are going to be a little bit nervous about this now starting to grow. There you we go. squeeze them a yeah. little bit off the bat. And then maybe eventually you get some real buyers here at the end that pushes it even farther. We hey, talk you, about you that. Just spoke so, exact, I mean, you, that's the exact premise of the whole thing. We and call it, it really seller, seller buyer's exhaustion. You know, when a stock gets killed a lot and, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, everyone, everybody's out. Everyone's out. Everyone, Everybody was out on that crowd, <laughs> and including all the analysts, apparently. Right. Uh, Kenny. We're getting a question from Lombardo in our chat here. Can you share your settings on Tinkerswim? Like, how, how do you get the view up and all that on there? Oh, a secret sauce. Oh, no. Well, some of it is a secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. At one point, the, the multiple time frame VWAP is exactly, uh, I'm giving it away just by the, the title. You can find it on the internet. But if you don't know how to put it to use, it takes a while to get, get familiar with what parameters you want to use okay. but generally your standard that that blue line is your standard vweb that's okay. basically your one minute vweb i'll show you how to get it so if you go to studies and you go to add studies you're going to have to go to the all studies they you know, it's buried in there you got to go down to the v's the good stuff's always buried yeah you go down to the v's and you know you just, you just lost hit, it <laughs> hit the vweb yeah yeah there okay. it goes wait hang on all studies bang and down to your v and then you see it in there yep there up we go on top so vwap right there that's going to give you and also they give you the option to give deviation bands but deviation bands they do come in handy i keep them in light light gray because i'm not focusing my attention on that because i have the multiple time frame vwap on there also but they do come into play when you're getting that parabolic move or the capitulation low i go minus one plus one minus two plus two so you'll, you'll you'll get a you know a little bit of feel and what i've been told and a lot of these guys a lot of and again i can't comment too much on this but if you look down there's something called volume profile so my students who i've been teaching every time i'm thrusting vwap on them as the only thing you need a lot of guys are saying volume profile is a nice handy dandy tool to have 
coinciding with it. Can't comment too much about it, but you know, I'm Stoudemire start. is that uh, Stoudemire market profile? I don't know. Is that with like all the letters like AAA and BBB? Or is it now? Like I said, okay. I'm I'm about to start. You know, I, I've had this week alone four or five people have asked me about it, so I'm that, actually going to start investigating. Yeah, that was. Um, how, tell us story how you discovered the VWAP because obviously you were not always trading on this, and you were skeptical of it originally. Which you know, it's, I've been skeptical of a lot of different technical indicators before, but yeah, I tell you, you start you're starting to sell me on this VWAP a little bit. I right. might actually add some of this to my charts, but tell us how you discovered this, and you know, and, and how it affected your trading. All right, like I said, I, I refer to myself as just a uh, the VWAP. I'm, I'm Darth Vader of the VWAP Empire. <laughs> we have we have the all-knowing god of the VWAP, Brian Shannon. Brian okay. Shannon was the first person I've heard mention it, using it on, on a daily basis. And for we, we've all heard of VWAP. You know, this is something yeah. that's been around for years. Institutions and years and years. use it, and right. this is a lot of reason why it works too. The big money uses this. That's why, again, that's why the, the implied move is where the money's gone in. That's why VWAP I think is the best. And I had a I had a, a fella, his name uh, Zach Hurwitz. He came into our room, and uh, he was just a member of the room, and he started seeing. You know, my red lines on the screen. That's where I'm plotting my own support and resistance based on the candlesticks. And I've been using that for 20 years. So he said, do you realize you're plotting VWAP and multiple time frame VWAPs, you know, inertly? And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, can, I do, can, I, can you do me a favor? I will give you this code and I will show you my charts and have them run coincidingly, uh, coinciding with your charts. And for six months, I was like, wow. We're, we're like maybe 15 cents off on all this stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let you, I let your charts do the talking for me. And now more often than not, it was just stocks were getting gravitating towards it or coming back down to it. So it was more like a reversion to the mean more or less. Yeah. So it didn't, it wasn't just these clean breaks that I'm showing you like on that G dot trade. It was more like after you plotted, you know, especially a stock that's gone parabolic and that day, that's that day where it gaps up, it chops around up there, no more buyers, you're going to revert to the VWAP. So I just started watching that and that became my only trade. We've morphed it into four or five different ways to watch it. But the evolution for me was just, it had to be proven to me. You still talk to Zach at all? Yeah, yeah. He started the, the website. I think his website's called thevweb.com. Yeah. So, I, uh, I actually, I met him to uh, another guy I was talking about, uh, talking to um, that started starting a hedge fund. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, oh, he uses a lot a of big guy. words. He's a lot smarter than I am. He's a lot smarter than most people. I have to use a thesaurus when he's talking. Hang on. Hang on. Google thesaurus. You got to dumb it down. Dumb it down a little bit for me. Come on. Hey, you took that English at Brooklyn College. College, right? That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the last time I did acid, also. So <laughs> we're doing Charlotte's Web or something like that, and I'm like, "What are we talking about?" What was the other book by Charlotte's Web? And I wrote this real scathing report because I, I just I, I always found in English lit, it's everyone interprets it, and then you have your professor talking about what the author meant. I'm like, "What do you know?" You know, and I'm sitting there being all skeptical, and at the next day, she's like. We have a report that I've never read any any anyone with this type of take on this book. And if he doesn't no, mind, you. would you come up and read the report? And Kenny Glick, would you please come up? I'm like, that'd be Kenny. Hit the bed. What? And I, I was like, really? She's like, I haven't given an A plus on a report ever. You got A plus on yeah. this one. Yeah. Oh, it was just because I was sitting in class, just major. like bugging out, listening to the story. I'm like. I don't, 
I'm not feeling this at all. I'm looking at it the whole different way. I'm I'm thinking about eating the animals. So I wrote this really just <laughs> this awful, awful ripped into the book report. And she found it hilarious and insightful. And I you was were like, LSD, baby. You were a hot take artist before that was a thing, Kenny. What? You were a hot take artist before that became a thing. <laughs> right. Kenny offered, Kenny offered hot takes in, in middle school. But a uh, question from the chat here about Etsy. If I can go back to the market. It's Etsy? Etsy? Yeah. Where is that? I haven't looked at Etsy for a few days. The question, is, the, question, the question is, is Etsy a bit oversold here? You know what? It was a storied stock for a long time, and the story is hurting here. I would say it's not broken yet, though. So this is one you got to keep an eye on because it could. The story could get hot here again. Like we talk about stories being broken with the pot stocks. The story is the fundamental story is broken there yet. That seems just you know it ran maybe a little bit too far, and I think you get to this point here. Maybe there is a point or it's going to start to turn here again. So I'd say, you know, you watch it. What do you, like Joel doesn't have a charts up again, but you get a few lows in the same area here. I mean, there's some support down here. I can get on board. What's Kenny? Oh, I know what Kenny says, though. That's a big red bar, man. You got to give it a couple more days. And also, the yeah, oversold term, like oversold. Uh, well, Kenny's are by the dip guy here. Okay. Kenny likes to call bottoms. You are there. You, this you're is, there. He's you're, all you are, the you're, you're looking. New York there we are. I mean, look where my support. And, and that's not a buy recommendation. Sorry, that's right? Not a buy recommendation. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give. Can you read that disclaimer again, Spencer? Yeah, yeah. read that disclaimer right now. This is an exactly <laughs> situation that I just started to use this multiple time VWAP. Look, this is a three-year VWAP chart. There's, some, you, there's some nice support here. Thirty-eight sixty-two. Right. Yeah. So my lines were already here because I think I did some re I did some homework on this one for somebody else. I was sticking around forty bucks, thirty-nine yeah. ninety forty, and the, you got this multiple time frame VWAP at thirty-eight sixty-two. But if you break that, look at this massive candle. That That's right the there. problem. So if you're breaking that 38 and change, you're going down another five at least. Your real support's obviously right there. Obviously, I must have did some homework for somebody on this one. So 28 bucks. And again, not a fan of Etsy. This is like Roku. I don't understand the company. You, 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 you're pasting some googly eyes on a Crafties. stick and, and you Crafties. sell it, right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, then we make like, stuff and then we sell it on Etsy. Right, yeah. so a little homemade project. Actually, like David, David, Michael's out of business, which it kind of did. <laughs> And what happened with that stock? Oh, it's wow. been well, I started to try to come back, Michaels. M-I-K. Oh, or, come back. It was like a, it went from two to ten in a day. That was impressive. What was that? I mean, really, when you ask the people who bought it at well, where it was 40 or $50 before, they're probably not over there. That was some squeeze. Time, but they do. And that's what happens is, you know, stocks do get squeezed here over time. But um, way, I love this background. Yeah, I just <laughs> looks like, like he's in a haunted house or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, there is. The ghosts are going to pop out from behind the window. They're all creeped out here. I watched too many horror movies when I was a kid. But going back to um, the Etsy, one thing that I like about Kenny, and the one thing I will say about all traders who are successful, is you always have to have a contingency plan. So, you know, you come in, you say, okay, if this VWAP holds, I'm going to buy it here. If it holds, I'm going to ride it for a bit. But when it doesn't hold, you get out. Right. And you have so many traders that say, well, I'm not going to sell. Now I'm down in it. You don't sell at a loss. Yeah. And this is what people, it's back to discipline here. The one reason that you've been in this business for you know 20 or 25 years successfully here is because you have discipline. Correct? It's, it's, uh, yeah. I Well, it's school of hard knocks, of course. I was the let's see. We call it the let's see what happens. Once you're on, once you're, your day trade suddenly becomes a swing trade. Yeah. Suddenly you're suddenly an investor. Suddenly becomes a long-term investment. Yeah, right. And that's usually less. Suddenly becomes a tax write-off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the let's see what happens syndrome. You know, like, oh, well, I should have taken the loss there. Eh, let's see what happens. And let's see what happens usually gets worse. And the funny thing is, even when it gets worse, you always tend to sell it at the worst possible time. 
You know, after you get to that threshold where you should have, and then you finally dump out of it, that's usually the low. So again, I, with 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 the VWAP and these multi-time frame VWAPs, your 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 entries are pretty good. So when you're wrong, it's not a it's not a bad loss. And you just you know again, sometimes you have to revisit, and that's where part <laughs> of that you, know, you have to you know swallow the ego and say, oh man, I just lost on this. Yeah, well, but now it's now it's doing what I thought it was going to do. Get back in. And for me, again, it's staying short term has helped me a lot these last couple of years. You, you like know, to use physical stops or do you just kind of mental stops and just get it? Yeah, get usually it's a, usually it's part of uh, physical, part, oh, they call the, 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 the human stop. And then there's, you know, the I better put this in just in case I, you know, lose my focus for a second. So I'll have both in, you know. Usually, you know, again, if I'm with a thousand shares, I'll, I'll have three stops because, again, when I, I had a mentor too, like everybody should, you know, and he said, if you get in, you know, getting into your position all at once is not the best idea either if you're thinking about accumulating. But usually for us, we're getting in, it's the getting out where you should always peace yeah. out. You know, he, he said it's arrogant trading. If you sell your position, even for a pro, even for a loss, you're being arrogant because. Do you really think that's going to be the best price of the day to get out of your entire oh, position? Right. So I, I was like, I didn't understand that at first. And I was like, but now, you know, 25 years later, you know, I still apply what he's, what he taught me, you know? All right. Uh, we're a few minutes past. No, here. that's okay. But Kenny, you, you've got some, some big fans in the chat, both chats actually. So he always does. When we they asked, they Thanks, asked, uh, they asked where to reach you. I said, hit the bid.com. Is that, is that right? Well, I go by the warlock now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no background. Right. Oh, I love it, man. Email me at the warlock at hitthebid.com. And if you can't remember that, info at hitthebid.com. But if you Google my name, I'm somebody. I've got leather bound books in the house. Uh, yeah, just Google my name, Kenny Glick. But yeah, the warlock at hitthebid.com, easiest way to reach me. Uh, someone said it looks like you're on the set of The Shining right now. Yeah. It kind of oh, does. Like, kind of does. Actually. Um, by the way, that movie was good. If you want to see a good movie, the 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 um, Mr. Sleep is it called? The follow up to uh, The Shining. I I, uh, I heard about that. Really good movie. Good. Yeah, not scary, scary, but it was a, yeah. it was a really good movie. All right, uh, I do want to cover. We missed TJX. They were at eight thirty, and I'm kind oh, of, I, I kind of I meant like to, that have back to stocks. I kind of meant to go there. And I well, forgot. the whole retail bar. Let's just stop here for a second. The whole before I even I haven't looked at TJX yet, but I'm just going to say okay. the whole retail bar has been set really low for today because we've had obviously some massive disappointments. So, right, so I would what, say TJX is anything okay. So it's let me probably going to rally. So let me tell you what they did. Q3 EPS beat by two cents, sixty-eight for sixty-six cents. Sales beat ten point five versus ten point three two billion dollars. They gave guidance. The Q4 EPS guidance was a smidge light, and their full year EPS guidance was in line. So, what do you think? That, it was a good report. They 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 beat they beat. I think with the bar line. being set so low for all the, other, I think the stock's probably trading higher. Am I right? Yes. And so, and this is like and, and obviously everybody's got their own. You know, a little shtick how they trade. And Kenny uses the BWAP, he uses a lot of other things. I use relationships. My Almost of my trading is based on relationships. And, you know, what is happening here with other stocks in the sectors? Has the bar been set lower? Home Depot misses, Kohl's misses. We got a retail wreck. Hey, we had one that reported okay. It's going to probably, probably rally. Right. How did Home Depot really? I thought Home Depot would have blown their number away. Wow. How they much is it down? The sales guidance. It's come back though. We're only down eight bucks here now. We were down twenty at one time. 
They're probably close to your VWAP number, Kenny. And let me show you exactly okay, why it's a buy. It's, it's and it's been a buy ever since this morning. Yeah. So for, for us, you know, if we get that massive gap down, oh, wait, let me get back. Oh, Mr. Israel's coming back to get the charts. Right, where is it again? No, I'm, getting, I'm getting your charts Get back. the shining so, background okay. gone. Show us the charts. It's okay. We got it. We got it. Yeah, getting okay. creeped out here. Show us what we got. Oh, okay. So this is a typical trade that I would be doing, gapping down on a report on a, on a great stock. So you're one That's minute. That's key, though, too, on a great stock. Yeah. You get on these gapping down on a bad report on a garbage stock, right. you're not nearly as interested. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, unless, you know, you get your, you get your follow-through through the VWAP. But right now, the reason I love earnings season is that you're getting a pre-market VWAP that actually is significant. Because on a daily basis, you've got 600 shares trading on a stock. You've got a dot here, a dot here, a dot here. It's no, significant at all, no significance at all. What's the volume on Home Depot at this point? You know, what do we got? Uh, got to be at least a couple hundred. Maybe we're trading some shares, but again, the big volume's going to come in when the big players are after 9.30. 99% of your tr traders don't even start until that. Right. The institutions don't come in that often in the pre-market. There's some that are trading, but... Uh, 217,000 okay, shares. I got, I, got, I got 580. I got 580. Okay. 500,000. It's decent, right? So your, 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 your massive reaction down was 220, basically, right? Yeah. News so, out, go sell, sell, sell. Immediately a big number right there. I love a whole number hold. And, but then within two, three, four minutes, you're back above that 223, which was the one-minute VWAP already. But what's happening now is it, as it's, holding. Test, it's testing the VWAP here, and you're holding it, you're holding it, you're holding it, you're in an obvious uptrend. So now that it's finally topped out a little bit as you're reverting back to the VWAP, now, if you're in this stock right now, you have no choice. That's your stop. That's your stop. So if you're in from that first right here, you're in from 223, 224, you already had a seven-point move. Yeah. And now you know where you're getting out because there's no reason to own this thing if it breaks back below the VWAP. And that's when you start you know, plotting your own ranges. So where did it test the VWAP earlier? That's, what you're gonna, that's what's going to happen. You're going to break 228 and a quarter, and you're probably going to be going down at least another buck and a half, if not than testing these levels. And there you go. You have your roadmap already to the Home Depot move. And now you're seeing up there, I think I'm looking at the one minute and the one day, which is my standard chart. So I'm looking at today's one minute and then that dotted orange line, it's grabbing whatever data's already come in this morning and yesterday's pre-market, real market and post-market. And that's giving me that 237 area. Now, if anybody'd be surprised to see this thing take off and close green, you haven't been watching this market because any decent stock has been a buy on dips, except Cisco. That was the only one that has disappointed me so far this year. That one did not come back. and I was very surprised. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this one's already looking like, you know, you might want to start taking some profits if you did buy that dip already. I want to get your quick thoughts just on Disney. We've obviously had a lot of news on Disney as of late with the launch of Disney Plus last week and obviously the subscriber numbers. We've got a note from Rosenblatt here this morning. They're uh, they're they're uh, just coming out with a price target of 175, so they're raising their price target, and they're saying that they see a potential 21 million viewers by year end. I think that estimate could even be light. Um, so Disney's trading up slightly in the pre-market. The other catalyst here for Disney, though, and I know how I like my event run-up trades, is you got Frozen 2 coming out on Friday. This movie is going to be huge. You love your movie trades. I do. And yeah. you know what? They seem to work, um, you know, especially with Disney. Uh, Frozen 2 is going to be big. It's got great reviews already. My kids are like Frozen kids. They're all about Frozen. Um, so you've got that potential for an event run-up here, too. But I want to know what you're saying uh, from the VWAP perspective on DIS. 
Well, that one's uh, we're trading 52 week highs every day now, so it's a little bit it's a little bit different. This yeah. is something if you're looking to buy it, I'll go to a near term VWAP. Sometimes I'll use a five day, but for this one, the real breakout was that 138 area. So, <laughs> if by some chance this comes to 138 again, you're you're a buyer. But I'm you know between Disney and Tesla, those are my two favorite stocks right now. I mean, I love Disney. I've always loved Disney because I'm also a geek. So, I mean, I could still go to Disneyland. Oh, My kids fine. don't even want to go anywhere. I'm like, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> we're, and we're riding this, the, the small world again. Yeah. And I love the haunted mansion. Everything about Disney. I Have you been to Blizzard Beach? I've, I've been there. I've been I haven't been. I can't yeah. get Lisa. We can't. We've been trying to go there. I want to yeah. go. I hear they have this slide that is just like straight down like a yeah. couple different yeah, stories. Yeah, I've done that. I've done yeah. that. You're a thrill taker, eh, Joel? Oh, You're a yeah. thrill taker. See, I don't but, like those yeah, well, those were like I got a hernia one time, one time, one time on one of those slides. So, oh, <laughs> those slides are fun when they used to have like the three different tracks. You yeah, know, they used to race race each other. Then you could go up and you could go into the other guy's lane if you got high enough on the wall. You could oh yeah, go up and then swoop into the other guy's lane and knock him off his. Uh, it sounds like carpet. Action Park. <laughs> you ever been to Action Park? You probably don't. Guys don't know about it. I, I know. I know about. Oh Action my Park. God! If you didn't get hurt or possibly a broken <laughs> arm, a, there is a documentary coming out. Do yeah, you know about yeah. that? Yeah. As a trader, yeah. I'm all about risk return. And I will tell you, these rides sound like a lot of risk and not a lot of return for me. And that's probably why I'm not a big thrill ride seeker. Uh, those big slides, I can still taste the uh, the the the, uh, the bathing suit that got caught in my throat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so Note to like, yeah. interested in Action Park. But I I, I love Disney. You know. Again, Again, I, 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 the streaming wars are on. I mean, I don't oh, know sure. how people can pick a con content, content provider at this point con yeah. now, you know. Um, but I, I still like these free websites. I mean, there are so many websites that you Google and because I'm a big Trekkie, you know, I'm not as much as a Star Wars guy, but there's a new show, uh, Star Trek Discovery. So, so do you pay for CBS to get that? Absolutely not. I go to these free websites, <laughs> and next thing you know, all three seasons are just sitting there. I got to sit through some porn commercials, and I hope they're like, I'm just going to say, I didn't want to hear so about, it's like, I didn't want to hear about Kenny's free websites. That's what I didn't want to hear. Jesus. Oh, my yeah. God. You can't help it. Every commercial, they want me to buy some sort of product from, uh, I don't know, some, some woman. All right. All right. Oh, man. On that note, when he said free websites i knew we were in a problem we were we're going down a slippery slope there no pun intended. i won't mention names <laughs> okay i think on that note we should wrap it up we did get well we got a comment this is one of our best shows ever so i want to thank you guys for bearing with us uh not a lot went wrong today joel's computer kind of come the show that went right right when it went considering that kenny Considering at 7.30, a half hour before the show, we yeah. had nothing set up yet. So we, we managed ourselves pretty well. We got well. internet at 7.30. We got internet <laughs> we literally and just we got access to our room at 7.30. Nice. So, Kenny, thank you so, thank much. You so, thank you so much for joining hey, us. This is awesome. Down, Thanks. Hanging out. Uh, thank everyone for bearing with us in the chats and online. If you missed our show, catch the podcast or rewatch us on YouTube. If you're going to be coming out today, come on down. Plenty of seats. Plenty of seats. And his family will be over there. His mother and father. I'll be singing at 10.15. Show tunes. New World Stages in Midtown. Joel and Dennis doing some education today. Again, thanks a lot, Kenny. Thank Thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll be back with you with a regular show, we hope, on a Wednesday. Any final thoughts, guys? No. I mean, looking at the highs, pre-market session, a little echo there, 3250.
Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.